Okay, welcome everybody back to the Love That Free podcast. This is Jules, and we have my husband. Hello, I have hello. To sneeze. I've been having to sneeze. I can't. I've been sneezing. You, and yeah, you have. I don't know what's going on. I, I want to say it's... allergies, but I don't really like that term. Why? I don't know. My mom is ingrained in me that allergies are just like a way of your body saying that whatever food you're putting in your body is like that's how it's making your body react. Oh, gotcha. Well. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is, but something is making me sneeze. It may be the additional pollen in the air. Yeah. Or whatever's happening out there. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I have been sneezing a whole heck of a lot recently. A whole heck of a lot. I also think I... So, guys, believe it or not, I have some nose hairs. <laughs> I have a lot, actually. And my, my like, mustache from, like, my beard, the, the hair from that, like, Tickles my nose. Is it too long? You yeah, need a haircut, it's so it's probably too just long. all grown. Yeah, I just need to like I don't know, get a haircut, haircut, trim my beard, all that. Yeah. But, like I feel like the hair on my no- in my nose and like for my mustache has been oh. making me sneeze a lot too. Anyway, we had a busy weekend. I took the weekend off of social media. Felt good. I actually didn't even really look at it. It was kind of my way of avoiding it, but also needing to take a break. Mm-hmm. And my family was here. Um, so we spent the whole weekend pretty much from like Thursday until Tuesday morning. So it was kind of long. Um, but yeah, they were here and we hung out on the beach. We hung out with some friends one of the days and just kind of catched up on, I feel catched like. Catched up because we catched We up. caught up on living some life. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it was good. It was um, a fun weekend seeing everybody, you know, and when everybody's together like that, it's just constant time together, which is good because it's not time that, you know, we often get with everybody like that. So, you know, it's kind of. I mean, even just like coffee and breakfast every morning and then the beach and then happy hour and then dinner and then play a game at night or yeah. do something. So there's a lot of like really good family time. It was um, last night we all went out to dinner. There were eight of us here. So parents, Julia, her two siblings, and then um, me and two others. And last night at dinner, the Julia's younger brother we were just sitting talking. He's like, all right, we're going to do highs and lows of the weekend. Mm-hmm. That's such so a pat thing to everybody do. Everybody had to go around the table and say the high and the low of the weekend. Um, and it, I don't think I've ever done it for like that short of a period, though. Like we always like doing yeah, like our highs years. and lows of the year. Yeah. Not like I like what my low this week, this weekend I said was like missing Willow when I was honestly like that was probably my high not having to deal with her all week. Yeah, we didn't have her this weekend, but. Um, I said my low was lack of sleep. Yeah. This is the deal, you guys. In this house, it's kind of small. And when there's eight of us here, there's there's not enough room, pretty mm-hmm. much. Um, whatever. So, you know, get lack of sleep. You're drinking, blah, blah, blah. And I was just having this conversation, like, with you. I was like, I feel guilty sometimes for, like, wh- like, I didn't want the weekend to come to an end because I was having fun. But there was a part of me that was like, I really need everybody to get out of this house. Yeah. And, like, I don't feel guilty, like, if they – I'm not trying to say it behind everyone's back because I think everybody has that when you hang out with family and you're like, all right, I need to, like, do my own thing. It's – also, we're not really guests here. We're currently living here still. This was our same problem last year. But whatever. I just was like, wow, I really need, like, quiet. Yeah. Well, you get into – I mean, much of life is lived in a routine or in some sort of, like, consistent structure. 
And then when everybody's here, obviously, like you kind of break out of that, which then messes with you're like, yeah, yeah, like we said, we sleep in a different room when everybody's here. We sleep in, um, like we stay up late, so then we sleep crappy. And then, yeah, we're drinking more, we're with everybody, and like you get so far out of your routine that, like, without anything actually being wrong, you just like get a little bit not agitated, but you kind of get in like a little bit of a funk where you're like. I just think okay, that like, my routine is so, like, we have a pretty strict routine, not because we're making it strict, but because we like routine, and I don't, th- I think people underestimate, like, the breaking the routine, how much it affects, like, mental and physically, like, everything about your body and stuff. Yeah. So I feel like because we're in such a strict routine and we do things pretty, like, routinely, that when we break it, like, when I don't get my eight hours because I've been getting it so much, mm-hmm. it hurts more than if I wasn't getting that every night and to begin with, you know? Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. So, you know, I was just kind of like, I had so much fun, but I'm feeling guilty for like thinking that like, well, yeah, it's one thing I think we're like acknowledging and like talking about it and like saying, saying it, whatever, talking about it. But then literally when everybody leaves, we kind of like look at each other. It's like, Oh, it's sad. It's done. Yeah. You know, it's like, there's this immediate, like, Oh, that went by so fast. I wish it like, I wish we had two more days. I wish we had like, you know, because we look forward to it, and then when you're like living it, it's um, like hard to see or hard to feel as happy as you know you are. And then it ends, people leave, and you're like, "Oh, I miss everybody." Yeah. Now. And there's like certain moments where you're like, "Oh my god, I don't want this to end," and then there's other moments where you're like feeling the opposite or whatever. So throughout the whole time, but it's hard. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard, but it's good, and it's all good stuff. It's yeah. Just- I mean, I think the biggest negative impact on me from the weekend when everybody was here was I didn't get to watch Kardashians last Thursday. <laughs> I know. We haven't and caught I, up. Actually, it's been impactful because we still haven't gotten to watch it. And yeah, we'll watch it tonight. Yeah, we're going to watch we're gonna it tonight. We're going to watch it tonight. We're kind of like addicted to the new show. It's just good. I don't care. You guys don't like it. Whatever. It's good. Yeah, it is Don't good. hate. It's, like, it's really good. It's, it's mindless. It's and it's mindless, entertaining. It's entertaining. It's aesthetic. It's everything. It's also like a lot of the stuff that they do, it's interesting. Like, I don't know. People really hate, but like, it's interesting. And we keep talking about like Kim Kardashian because we feel like she's the most interesting mm-hmm. and like is doing the most stuff. And also like actually really freaking smart and helping a lot of people. I don't know. It's going to get controversial, I guess. But yeah, I, I like it. We like the show. Yeah, I think, you know, a lot like of people keeping who don't up. with the Kardashians. Yeah, well, that's not what it's called anymore. It's yeah, it used one. to be true. Um, yeah, I think a lot of people, like, when I look at it, I'm not like, oh, this is real life. This is what life is supposed no, to be. Because yeah. the life they live, Isn't the our lives life. they live are, like, the most unrealistic standard of how life could or should be lived. Mm-hmm. But it is, I think, cool to see that people do live like yeah. that. That they've got also, when know, all the money up- and opportunity and resources ever. When their show ended the first time, I was kind of like, dang, like, there's no one else I really care. Like, there's a lot of reality shows, but there's yeah, no one else I really care that much to, like, know what they're doing. Like, I don't follow anyone else on social media. Like, they've just done a good job of, like, making people really care. And Yeah, you almost get, like, invested in it with, I don't know, their lives and what's going on. And then, you obviously, you see it on social media. You see it in the tabloids. You see it in everything. And that's just, the show is just, like, an inside look. And yeah. It's, it's I like it. Yeah, it's a, it's an and it's an easy one for me. Where if I fall asleep, I don't feel guilty about. And I don't asleep. feel guilty for finishing it if you fall asleep. We watched Candy. Oh yeah. On Hulu, which we've talked about on here. The I think true story. Last, 
yeah, last episode, maybe the last two episodes. And and then we watched the final episode of the show, and I fell asleep the last twenty minutes. Yeah. So I didn't don't know what happened. Doesn't know. No, I missed. Wait, it. didn't I tell you? I did tell you. Yeah, you told me, but yeah. it, I didn't get to see it. No. So. And I was like, I'm not not finished. You fell asleep in the last the first like ten minutes of the last episode, and I was like, I'm gonna finish this. Just gonna keep going. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem I have. Yeah. Um, we also booked some summer travel plans. We actually have, now that I did that, we have a lot going on and mm. I love the feeling of it. Mm. Pat is, this is the thing with me and Pat, you guys. Mm. I am addicted to looking forward to the next thing. Mm. And I, I, I'm here to say it. Like, I like both. I love coming home to a routine and I love looking forward to something. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I truly don't. Some might say, you know, why can't you just be whatever. I, I like it. So we have a trip with our family at the end of the summer um, in California, and that'll be like a few different places in California, um, which I didn't plan that because actually my parents did. But then I just did something for us. Our second year anniversary is in June, and I also wanted to be away for that and just kind of – Pat doesn't think that's true, but it is. It's not true at all. Okay. <laughs> um, we're going to fight about that later because that's annoying that you think that. I don't know if it's true or not. Okay. You say it to is, each then their I own. believe you. Whatever. I, I think that there's other parts of why I want to go. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think about that. You know, like, what? Do you, I don't know why you don't, why you think I'm, like, no, faking th- that. No, I'm not saying that you're faking that. I think when we're there and we're away, it'll be awesome. It'll be a cool experience to be able to be there for our second anniversary. Yeah. I just know that that's not, like, the only thing no, that's on wasn't. your mind. No, it wasn't. I didn't say that. Yeah. I didn't say no, it was I the know. only thing. That wasn't the reason I booked the trip. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I just and they, maybe you can hear it in our the tone of our voices. I think we have so much going on, and um, sort of in some ways. I just put like a travel and a trip right now, like listed like number five, and the other things ahead of that don't feel super amazing to me right now. So I'm like, I want to figure these other things out and get them like stabilized, and then let's travel. But yeah. I mean, I agree. I think they're all going to come. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we have that. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. There's nothing else that's new. I still have to sneeze. I can't. You're supposed to like say like watermelon or something, aren't you? I don't know. I don't know. Um, okay. We can kind of get into today's episode. Let's do it. We wanted to talk about Pat, a little bit about like past relationships and kind of like how they've affected us in good and bad ways and what that you know just how yeah how it's affected us really yeah yeah i think so much of love and relationships is a journey right it is it's not like who you are when you first date or when you first get into a relationship you're that you're not the same person when you meet somebody later when you, you know, maybe meet a few people later. And to me, it's like, not like a directly linear, but it's the same journey. It's the same process. And like it is for your career, right? Your first job is going to impact your second job, which is going to impact your third job, which is going to end up impacting everything down the line. Or, And I think with relationships, there are parts and pieces from ones that are like earlier on that you can pull um like experience from and understand oh this is how i think about this now oh this is why i 
maybe do this because this happened in my first relationship or this happened in my second relationship or um so i think we just wanted to talk about that like some of the things from previous relationships and how they impact um our current relationship i guess or just like how they how our past relationships have impacted us as individuals but also in our relationships now right yeah yeah okay how do you want to do this you want to go first you want me to you just start okay so I wrote down, um, I guess I wrote down five different things from past relationships. And just like now for me, looking back and like those experiences in the relationships and just things that I feel like I pulled out of them. Um, so I think with my first relationship and going into like the dating world and figuring out what relationships are. You have no idea. I feel like and now I feel like I'm talking to like, I don't know, a 13, 14, 15, 16 year old. And like you don't really know what a relationship is. Like you understand your parents have a relationship, but you don't really know what that means. You understand what it is to like love a sibling or love whatever. So I said for me, my first relationship was um, like how to show love. Um, And it's not just saying like, oh, this is my boyfriend, this is my girlfriend, or now like, oh, this is my wife, this is my husband. Like those are like terms that you put on a relationship. But for me, and this is my first relationship, I was the one who was like the pursuer. I was also the one who was like more jealous. I was the one who was like really into it, I guess. And that was because I think seeing how my parents were, seeing how some of my siblings were. And all the effort that I was putting in, I feel like wasn't reciprocated. Well, I feel like it's kind of like when it's your first relationship, you all you know is what you've seen, which is your family and your siblings. And then when you move on to your second relationship, you start to realize that like there's other relationships out there. There's other people that can teach you things. It's not just about what you're, you've like been taught and you learn yeah. a lot more. Yeah. I mean, it kind of turns into like your own experience, not just what you've seen or experienced with your family or yeah you know um so for me that was like i feel the first time learning about like what it actually means to be in a relationship and how that means you have to take action you have to and effort is involved it's not just like being who you are and you know somebody else getting close yeah, I think for me, one of my first ones that I had was, you know, my first relationship, I was young and people always go, oh, you're young and dumb. But the truth is, is like, just because you're young doesn't mean you like aren't feeling real feelings. So I really did have like these feelings of love. But mm-hmm. like what I kind of learned from it is that there's still an independence you have to hold accountable for yourself. And like, when I was in that relationship, it wasn't about me at all. Like at all. It wasn't about like, you know, I and I think a lot of people in relationships that like have to deal with like cheating or whatever like that doesn't even matter in when you're like so deep in it and you're not even thinking about yourself Mm -hmm. and I feel like what I just took from it afterwards was like I'm never gonna like let somebody treat me the way that that I was treated and it's like that wasn't even fun when you look back on and then you get into your second relationship and you're like oh wait this is actually so much better in so many different ways because Mm -hmm. this wasn't happening and I can actually focus on what I like truly want yeah I think so much of relationship and maybe not just relationships, maybe anything that you get so ingrained in and especially like younger relationships, I think 
you get so ingrained that you like put on blinders to maybe being mistreated, maybe being cheated on. And you're like, oh, that's okay. It was just a one-time thing. That person's still okay. Or like the writings on the wall that everybody else can see, but because you're the one who like has the feelings that you talked about, those real feelings that you, um, yeah, you have those blinders on that you can't see all of the other things that are there. And you're just kind of blind to... I don't know. Yeah. What you see now being removed and looking back. Well, a little bit off topic, but not really. But I kind of wanted to just like, we can tell everybody, what are your thoughts? Like just when you hear cheating, what are your thoughts? And do you think that you have, you could have different perspectives on it? What are my thoughts on cheating? Well, I like I the mean, TV show <laughs> Cheaters. I don't know what that <laughs> to is. To catch a cheater it's, or something like that. It's kind of funny. I'm it's just like saying like. As you get, like, when you're young, like, cheating is, I think we would both say, unacceptable. Mm-hmm. I think when you're young, you think about it a lot differently than you do when you're older or when you've been in a marriage for 40 years. Like, I think, and this is probably hard for people to, like, grasp or accept, but I do think that, like, perspectives come out, different things happen. And my point of asking is, like, you can't tell somebody what they should or shouldn't do when they've been in a marriage for 40 years and, like, something happens. It's very situational, and I feel like... That's just kind of my question, you know? Yeah. I think I can understand why people cheat. Like, I can understand how it happens. I can understand how... Because at the end of the day, like, you know, relationships are hard. There are so many, like, questions, so many unknowns, so many challenges within a relationship. I think when I think about it for, like, myself, I'm like, I pray to God that if... I ever was like put in a situation to cheat that I wouldn't like that. I am founded in who I am that I would not let that happen. And if I wanted to pursue something else that I would then talk to you about it. Yeah. Which is like, Oh, the thing is, is like, I think people can be really hurt about cheating, Mm -hmm. but it's even more hurtful when I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. I feel like it's even more hurtful when, like, if you would come to me and you'd be like, I actually want to pursue something else. I think something as bad as cheating needs to be talked about. Yeah, totally. Like, it can't be like, hey, I'm going to go do this on the side and not tell you. No. Because then we're like, our relationship is built on. No, I'm just saying, like, you are either cheating and not telling me, which is, I would obviously hate, or you're coming to me and you're saying, uh i've been thinking about doing this or mm-hmm. like i've been i've been having and then then in my mind i'm like great well that's almost even worse like you don't want me anymore you don't you actually want something else you know yeah which is just like all things that are true yeah, and which happen. is all things that like that conversation might lead to breakup or divorce but but, but not having that conversation would lead to cheating yes which and is it's worse. not something you can be blamed for no, I can't be blamed if I come to you with a hard conversation, which is one of the things that I have written down that I learned yeah. about with one of my relationships. Yeah. And yeah, it's if I talk to you about my feelings in an honest and open way, then you can't you can react negatively, but it, you can't really be mad. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I just we can like move on from that. I just was like thought I don't know, I think it's an interesting thing to talk about and like I think there's a lot that goes on in relationships that people work through and they come out better no matter what had happened. And I feel like 
it just kind of makes like marriage and it makes these long-term things that seem hard seem less hard to me. Like, I don't know. Like, it just makes me feel like you could be going through the worst time in your marriage because you've, I don't know, you've been, I'm just painting a picture, you know, but you can still come out on top if you're a good person and if you're, if you have a good foundation and like, I just wanted that perspective to be put out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's good perspective. I think as relationships and everything change, you know, they they are hard. There are points where I can see why people would cheat. Yeah. Like, I agree with you there. I don't think that is, like, there are other steps that should come way before that. Yes, agreed. So, um, all right, I guess I'll move on to another one. Um, so I think, again, this is with, you know, one of my first relationships, actually probably with both relationships, but I, I remember, or I think about it more with my first relationship, just that you're in a relationship with more than just your immediate partner. Like it's not, you're not just dating that person. You are dating their parents. You're dating their sibling. You're dating their friends. You're dating their routine. You're dating their morals. You're dating their ethic. You're dating their lifestyle. Which is something you don't think about in the beginning. No, you get so caught up in probably usually like, outer beauty Mm -hmm. right like that's the initial and then it's like okay then i learn about them who they are and then it yeah like there are stages to get to that but i think for me knowing like how important my family is to me whatever family i was going to ultimately marry into i wanted to have like a really good relationship with your family Mm -hmm. with your siblings with your you know friends Right. Like all of that. I think that stuff dating. becomes important, too, as you grow and have new relationships. Right. Yeah. But I think you need to want that. Like you can't just let that happen. And I know you and I have talked about this because I know I have really good relationship with your family. And it's not that you don't have really good relationships with my family, but it's not as like close. And part of that is just because I have a bigger family and like different yeah. age pieces. Mm-hmm. But like. I am very proactive with getting to know and have a relationship with your parents. I'm very proactive with getting to know your brothers and their lives and everything. And like that is effort. To me, that is part of like my whole holistic approach to relationships is including family, including friends, Mm -hmm. including everything. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Can you hand me your phone? Sure. I sent you a picture of like my stuff and now I'm like, what did I even write down? Let me see. Okay. Um, so a th- something else I learned. Did we already? Did we talk about compromise going both ways? No. I feel like that was one. It's one I wrote, wrote down. Compromise goes both ways. It's something that I learned in, you know, every relationship. Still in our relationship today. Um, and sometimes I beat myself up over it a lot. Because mm-hmm. I think that, you know, I do think that Pat compromises more than me in a lot of things. Yeah. You don't have to go into detail. Just no. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is I think compromise means both give. I think what you're saying is sacrifice. Like we both need to make sacrifice. We both need to. Because if we say compromise, then we are both giving. What? Just what keep going. What do you going. mean? Just keep going. Compromise is like 
if we compromise, then we're saying we are both moving towards the middle. But if sacrifice would mean it's I'm just, just coming towards you. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think, you know, like the reasons that you don't end up with somebody in a relationship in your past is because something you're not liking that they're not giving up on, you know? Mm-hmm. And like there's things about this person that you're like, well, I'm not willing to give this up. And like they're not budging. And that happens a lot. Of, a lot. And, like, a lot of times compromise doesn't work in relationships when it comes to, like, religion or it comes to, you know, a lot of different things. So I just feel like that was something I learned. And I think we, I'm not thinking about – like, when I met you, I wasn't like, oh, we have to make sure we compromise. I just mm-hmm. knew that we would be able to do it kind of because of, yeah. like, I loved you and you loved me. But it's something that I think about more even what I've learned but more now in my relationship that we've been together for seven years. And I'm like, okay, I do feel like – there needs to be more on my part. Like, I'm just doing, like, internal stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think definitely the idea of sacrifice in a relationship and the the need to um, compromise, the need to give is huge. And I think that's a part that earlier on in my life I would have never, like, thought about. And I don't know if a lot of people think about because you just always think, like, I'm on my track and then I'm going to meet this other person and things are going to be good and happy and we're just going to glide off into the sunset. And it's like... If you're not thinking about these things before. Yeah, it's so hard. And I think it is the detriment to a lot of relationships when one person maybe gives too much, another person doesn't give as much, or there's like one topic or maybe a few topics where like I'm not willing to sacrifice at all. Then it's like, okay, well, then that turns into a point of contention that that grows and builds. And then... It's also, like, just about willingness to try, too. Like, I feel like a lot of compromise, some people are so stuck in their ways that, like, compromising isn't even an option and they don't want to. Mm -hmm. And I think just, like, even wanting to and, like, understanding the other person, like, that is a big step and it's, like, just important. Yeah. Yeah, and I think... I tie that back to my first point of, like how you show love, right? How you show your feelings towards the other person. Yeah. And it's, I think this is something that maybe is on my mind a little bit right now that like, how do we show love to each other? Mm -hmm. And it's hard. It's difficult. It's not always something because for us, we've been in a relationship for seven years. So you just like, this person knows I love them. Mm -hmm. Like, that doesn't get you anywhere. doesn't yeah. allow the relationship to keep growing. It doesn't allow the feelings for each other to keep growing. And that is something that should always, I think, be happening. Do you think that we don't do that anymore? Do you think that I don't do that? Is what you're, that's what you're looking at me for. Yeah. I think there are – we do it occasionally. I think I'm aware of it and I try to do it more. I don't know if it's something that, like, I think you think about. I'm not sure. I do think about it. Aww. Oh, gosh. Okay. Do you have another? Yeah, I've got a few more. Um, so this is one that, you know, like Julia said, one of her relationships cheated on. My first relationship, kind of the same boat, was cheated on. And one thing that... I guess I really realized was the like widespread, wide reaching impact of a relationship. 
And one of the guys I used to work for, um, this was when I coached football at Duke. He was the head coach there. And I remember talking to him about like just family and the interconnectedness with like work and life and all of that. And like he used to always say, um, you can't be your best at work if you're if there are problems at home. So he would like always do everything he could to support his staff's relationships. So if if he knew one of his coaches was having problem at home, he would like go the extra step to try and help that person so that they could go home to work on the relationship. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying with that is like your relationship isn't like, you know, nine to 11 in the morning. And if things are good, then then the rest of the day, you're fine. Right. Like not part of it. If something in your relationship doesn't feel right, you're not going to feel right the whole day. Mm-hmm. Like it, it is all. And for, I think a lot of people, everybody would list like their relationship as like, I don't know, first or second most important thing. Mm-hmm. So if you know something is up with your relationship, then you know that it's going to impact the rest of your day, the rest of your life, the rest of your everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You agree. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. So, and I think that's another thing that like people don't realize or like I didn't realize when I was a little bit younger. Yeah. Like yeah, you, it's something you, you definitely put, learn throughout. Yeah. yeah, you put um, like relationship is its own bucket. Work is another bucket. Home life is another bucket. Mm-hmm. But it's actually like they're all the same bucket. It's just how they like come together. And if if one of them has an issue, then all the other things are going to. Yeah, which is know, very true. Have a negative impact, too. Yeah. Um, so I wrote that you. Um you deserve to be treated well. And this is obviously everybody is like, yeah, you deserve better. You deserve this comes from a past relationship of like jealousy and a little bit of like verbal abuse, which I literally didn't even realize was like happening at the time. And like, when I look back on that relationship now, I'm like, Oh, it was probably like kind of bad. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think like, I just took from that, that I just was like, I just guess I knew what I deserved and what I wanted. And it was another thing that, I think that helped me was kind of finding the next relationship was which when was when I was like, oh, this is actually so much better. And like, I don't have to deal with that. Like, I shouldn't have to deal with that. And there shouldn't be this like crazy jealous part. And there I actually do deserve to be treated like a ton, like a lot better. Yeah. So I feel like that was just something that sometimes people know it right away. And I feel like sometimes people take a long time to learn that and i think if you're going deeper into like a lot of the people who deal with abusive relationships it's like there's they are you know afraid to get out and not be stuck yeah yeah and i think that connects a little bit to the the next one that i had written about what i wrote is like how to have confidence in myself because there were i wouldn't say like abusive uh conversations in one of my relationships but there were conversations where it was like down talking me like I wasn't good enough I wasn't this enough I wasn't that enough and it was stuff that I look back and I'm like that is not even important at all and yeah now being able to look back I'm like okay that is that helped me to have confidence that I did deserve something better that I do deserve something better 
yeah. that I I don't want that in my life and in my relationship. Mm-hmm. And I also think, like we said a little earlier, is when you're in these relationships, you have blinders on. Yeah. Like you're saying, you, you didn't even realize it was abusive. Yeah. Like language. that it actually wasn't okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're, you start getting in your head, well, this relationship, this is my boyfriend right now. Uh, this is great. We have me, so much like, fun. He yeah. loves me. I can deal with this. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, everybody else around you is like, get out. That's not healthy. That's not this. That's not whatever. And then once you're out, you're like, oh. And it's not even once you're out. Like, I feel like sometimes it's like not until you meet that next person who's Mm -hmm. so much better that you're like, wow, Mm -hmm. what was I even thinking? And each relationship that I've been in has done that for me. Like, my first one, the one after that, whatever. Like, they all have given me a sense of like, oh, wow, this is so much better than what I was in, you know? Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's just a lot about like, I want to say like trial and error a little bit. Yeah. Well, I think like anything. Growing. Yeah, there's the journey of it. You're... You know, the, the first time you do anything is not going to be as good as the hundredth time you do it. So yeah. you're like learning what you want, but also what you don't want. Yeah. So. the last ha- Well, the last one I kind of had was just like friends and family are, are actually important, but I feel like we kind of covered it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that kind of ties into the one that I mentioned, just like the holistic approach to yeah. relationships. And the only thing that I have still written down, which you know, we, we talk a lot about and we've talked about on here is just like how to have hard conversations and how important they can be, mm-hmm. especially when relationships are serious. You need to be able to say, I'm not sneezing, but I'm just hiccuping like crazy <laughs> right now. And I don't know why, but you need to be willing to have difficult conversations that love and relationships aren't always going to be you know, rainbows, butterflies, and unicorns. Sometimes, For sure. you know. And, yeah. and until you start having those conversations, though, you don't realize that. And you also don't realize how much better so the other so side of a hard conversation, right? Yeah, they because, all end up being better if they're a good conversation. Yeah, if it's, it's, yeah, now there are ways to have these conversations and how to communicate about them and how to go about them. And if they're all done in the right way, then what you come out on the other side is, hopefully a stronger person, a stronger relationship, a stronger mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. And, you know, you're able to work on what gets talked about. Yeah. My point with just like friends and family are important is like, I feel like a lot of people go through this where either it's yourself or friends that get into a relationship and then you're no longer their friend anymore. And like friends and family really don't matter to them because they're yeah. so ingrained. And it's like, there's a difference between like being in love and being obsessed Mm-hmm. And I always joke like I was like obsessed with you when I met you, but like it wasn't like a toxic obsession, you know. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people get into relationships and like that's all they care about, and it's just so much more than that. It's so much like for me, like when I when that's happened, I'm like, why don't they want to like share that person with me? Like, why don't they want me to be friends with this person? Like, I always wanted my friends to be friends with you, and I always mm-hmm. want you to be friends with my friends and my family. It's like, I want that whole thing. I don't want it to just be me and you, yeah. you know? So that was just my other, like, thing that I've learned. It's just that, like, other people matter, your independence matters, and it's so much more than just, like, your relationship. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I agree. I, I, My, um... I posted a TikTok, the one that said, like, he's losing all of his friends. What is he doing? Yeah. And then I, you know, it shows another video of me and you. And it's like, 
he's building his Got relationship. A lot of mixed reviews on that TikTok. Yeah. And, um, yeah, there are a lot of good comments on there of people saying, like, never lose your guy friends for a girl. Yeah. Never do that. And then other people are commenting, like, exactly, 100%. You're going to lose friends to build your love. Like, that's so all. so funny how it's so controversial. Like, there's some people that think that's fine, you know? Yeah. Well, it's also, like, a 15-second TikTok where, like, maybe what I put wasn't exactly the right words. Yeah. Because I'm not saying, like, oh, I'm dumping my friends. Yeah, that's not what you were saying at all. Some of my friends I've, not distanced, but, like, we've grown apart because, like, they have a relationship and they have kids. And then I have my relationship. Well, it's also, like, I'm thinking about it more, like, when you're young. But it is true. When you get older, when you, especially when you start to have kids, like, yeah, your friends don't. They're not as important. They're not like as they're important. They're just not. It's no. not going to be, you know, they won't be. And I feel like everybody has to accept that. But it was more of just like, don't lose them. And you're not like not doing things because of this relationship with them, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it's, it, yeah, I guess the way people, um, and we were talking a little bit about this weekend, uh, like picking a, a relationship, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, over a friend. Mm-hmm. And it's not. To me, that's not how it should be because you shouldn't need to like pick like, okay, I'm picking you instead of my friend Frankie, right? Mm-hmm. It's not that. It's like, yeah. okay, now my priority is shifting away from Frankie because mm-hmm. Frankie was my priority for a long time. Yeah. Now it's turning to you. Sorry, Frank. Sorry, Frank. And Frankie actually is the name of my best friend. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Wanted to just give you guys some past relationship. I feel like we always do relationship advice. Um, we do relationship advice, but I mm. wanted it to be more like what we've learned from our past relationships and kind of maybe give you guys like more, let you guys think more about <clears throat> your past relationship, especially if you're not in, if you're single right now, but you have dated before. And like, it's really, I feel like healthy and good to think about what you did have and what didn't work. Even if it wasn't you that like broke up with that person, there's still something about that person that is the reason you're not with them anymore. And it's a reason that you can look for the next person you know mm-hmm. so yeah yeah i another thing that unrelated to i guess what we've talked about but i was also thinking anything about anything on the podcast yeah actually unrelated to everything what do you guys <laughs> <Okay>. think about <laughs> no um is that it's not only like your or my past relationships right it's like other relationships that um we've experienced that have like shaped who we are and like for example like your parents relationship Mm -hmm. my parents relationship that actually has a huge impact on who i am yeah when we started talking about this episode my sophomore year of college and we got to pick our roommates i lived with um an openly gay guy Mm -hmm. and like that relationship changed how i thought about life like it changed how i thought about the experience of a gay male living in America. Mm-hmm. Like, and that sh- changed me. Yeah. And it was like, that wasn't a romantic relationship like this, but that was a friendship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it yeah, was totally. just, Friend- like, there's so many different people that we encounter that shape who we are. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's just relationships in general, which I didn't even really go into, like, or think about, like, different, no, like, friendships that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Friendships that have, like, shaped, obviously, like, my parents, like, you know, obviously my parents' relationship, they're still married. They've been together for 35 years. Like, that has shaped what I want and who I am. Mm-hmm. But, I, yeah, I, I think 
not even just our friends, but also like our friends' relationships, like For what sure. we've seen. Yeah. You're like, oh, I do not want this. Oh, this person is doing this. You know, and that's yeah. just not for me. Yeah. But yeah, it, it is. It's true. Yeah, I think any of those interactions with other people in their relationships or in a non-romantic way have such yeah. an impact. And Yeah. That'll be another episode. Yeah, I don't know. DM us, you guys, with any new episode ideas that you think we should talk about. And I need, like, real topics, not, like, just questions. Just because I want us to be able to build a whole episode on stuff. So if you have any ideas that you think you'd want us to talk about, um, let us know. You can send us a DM. You can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you want. And, yeah, that's it. We always been – or lately we've been posting, like, little clips of our podcasts, like, just to – show previews which is kind of cool been taking advantage of like reels um and tiktok so that's it that's it for this week it is june june it is june it is summertime officially pretty much summertime if you guys are looking for the song of your summer (laughs) go look up the song june july and august by ryan hurd with tomorrow being June 1st, you got 90 days to play that song. As Today many for times everyone as, listening. Yeah, as many times as possible. We've so. already heard it about 90 times. We've heard it a lot. We've heard it yeah. a lot. Um, okay, let's, we're kicking off the summer. Here we go. Everything to say. Hot girl summer. Hot, Hot boy summer. summer. Here I come. Uh, that's it, you guys. We will see you next week. See you, everybody. Bye.